0: And we're so glad you're with us today to take a few minutes out of God's Word, to be able, two minutes, a few excuse me, a few minutes out of our day to look into God's Word. And we're in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, and we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday. Uh, we're going to be looking at verse number 4 here in just a moment, but I'd love to take this opportunity to invite you to our weekend services uh, this f- Sunday, morning service at 10 o'clock, evening service at 5 o'clock. Uh, the services are different and unique, and so we'd love to have you come, we're still studying. For the book of Acts, and we'd love to have you join us Sunday morning at 10 o'clock for a time of worship and a time of uh, study in God's Word. Evening service is going to be a bit different this weekend, as we will have some um, preaching and teaching, but we're going to kind of blend it through the singing. We've done this before. There's extra music, extra congregational singing, and a great time just for celebration. We'll have the Word of God blending through that, and then we're going to finish with a time of prayer, as we really ask God to work in our midst in the coming weeks for Easter weekend, not only in our own lives in the area of revival, but also uh, to be able to reach out to our community and hopefully that our, our efforts will be blessed of God and we will see people saved and hopefully down the road join our church. But our goal is just to reach out to our community. We're asking God to speak to our hearts and through us uh, in the coming Easter time. So I hope you join us. If you can, if you're local, uh, if not, we'll be live streaming both of those services and uh, we hope you join us in those. So let's take time right now. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. We're going to start in verse number 4 today. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 4. So let's continue as we read it. Solomon says this, there's a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. And really what you have is there, again, the two opposites in life, but you're seeing that these two opposites are distinct uh, in the fact that they're very similar, or they're distinct, oh, I shouldn't say, they're, they're very similar in this aspect, weeping and mourning and, t- and dancing and laughing and, t- and dancing. Basically, he is stating something, that, again, please remember that these are not situations where we're commanded to do things. These are just observations of life, that life comes with these things. Does it make all of them right or wrong? It's just a fact. And so he's saying there are going to be times where we're going to mourn. There are going to be times we're going to weep. There are going to be times, in the opposite, we're going to laugh, or we're going to dance, or we're going to enjoy, we're going to celebrate. And we all know that. We all know there are situations in life that bring just overwhelming grief situations where things come when you can't believe you do sometimes I sit back and wonder Lord what are you doing why you're doing this or why are you allowing this now let me give you a thought as we evaluate these couple thoughts and the idea of weeping and the idea of celebrating uh, one they are to another two set of extremes and it's just part of life there are going to be days where you're going to celebrate we can go back to we said the time to be born and time to die we celebrate with those who have a brand new life and all that has to offer and then we weep with those who say goodbye to someone close to them. Again, parts of life. But when we look at the aspect of Weeping and mourning again. If we if we're not careful in the aspect of how we look at seasons and the time we have, we can look at these things and we can let one or the other overwhelm us. So all of us love laughter. The Bible tells us a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. It's healing. It's helpful to enjoy laughter, and it's needed in life. It's needed in every relationship. It just truly develops uh, healing. But there is a time where true or tears and, and, and sadness is just is needed as well. There are times we need to recognize the things in life or the things in our current situation are hurtful and just coming to God in tears are just necessary for us just to, to shed. He says he takes beauty, he makes beauty out of ashes. There are going to be times where there are, just, there are struggles in life and being honest with God and honest with ourselves and begging God for strength and just opening our hearts and dealing with the pain are part of what we need to do. And the same, guys, the laughter is necessary. You can't always live in the negative, but you can't always live in, 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 the, in the positive. Life's not just going to be constantly about laughter, but life's not going to be constantly about the negative. Now, sometimes there are some of us that feel, some of you that feel they are, like you struggle with discouragement, depression, anxiety, and you feel like pretty much every part of life is negative. Now, I'm not, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not going to jump in and, and tr- think that in a matter of two minutes, we can give you a simple answer to this. There are biblical answers to those things. But can I encourage you, if you're really struggling, seek help. But generally speaking, for those of us who aren't really struggling with this, but it's just, you know, part of the battle, the Bible tells us in Philippians, be careful for nothing. The term careful means anxious. Be careful, anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. That's where we go to God with our heart. Then he says, And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now, one thing I look at when I hear this phrase is, The peace of God shall keep your hearts and minds, shall protect, shall guard we look at that peace because we've given him the battle and then his peace. That doesn't mean that all of a sudden the problems are going to disappear, but there's a peace in the midst of those problems. We can go where Paul also told the Church of Colossae in the book of Colossians, let the peace of God rule in your heart. We need to allow it to have its way. I'm going to read a quote that I thought was good. It's by C.S. Lewis. He said this, God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our conscience, but shouts in our pains. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. It, it, he simply, he understands where we are, and it's when we're hurting the most that God speaks loudest. Why? Because it's often we're hurting the most that we wonder if God understands. You know, when we're really doing everything okay, for whatever reason, our human nature, we're not seeking God for answers in the midst of everything being okay, right? We're seeking God in the midst of our pain. So it's great for us to understand, as the author of this book said this, knowing that God can and does use pain for his purposes doesn't make it any less painful. However, knowing that in God's plan there is also a time for joy can give us hope to endure the pain and suffering that characterize life. It's true. When we're going through battles, we know that God says in the midst of those battles, there's going to be joy, or at the end of those battles, there's joy. We go back to the purpose. God's got a purpose. He's planned us, and he only allows into our lives what we can handle. And it's not really what we can handle. allows what we need to be, and so we can learn from him so that we can grow through it. And it's that strength that we need it's that growth that we need and, and yeah unfortunately sometimes in life we need these battles we need these difficulties to help us a uh, simple phrase i've heard this somewhere i don't remember all the details of it but one guy made a comment it's in a video i watched but he says you know i sought wisdom and god gave me situations to solve right i sought patience and god gave me times to wait if we we think this idea that we're looking for wisdom and god let me eliminate the problems no God gives us a circumstance that he then teaches us to deal with. So what we need to do is we need to look at the circumstance we're at as God is using this to teach us, and what can we get from it? So when we are in laughter and things are great, man, we embrace that. When it's a battle, we learn. God is there through both of them. And again, it's not a matter of this is the way it's going to be. Life brings its problems. Life brings its battles. So the question is, am I going to be back and forth on the circumstances? The Bible tells us in James, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Are we, are we going to go like the wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed? Because we if we're living off of circumstances, if we're living off of the good and bad of the day, we're going to start our day great, end our day bad. We, we're we're going to live in an anxious world because we're living off of circumstances. But if we're living and our foundation is in God, our tradition is in Jesus. And we know that when things are great, we can laugh. Thank you, Lord. When things are horrible, thank you, Lord. Now, I'm not thanking the Lord that things are horrible. I'm thanking the Lord in those bad days that he is still there. And that's what we need to grasp. That God is there when things are great and we can laugh and we can thank the Lord that, man, this has been a good day. And when I come to the end of the day and it's overwhelming, I can thank the Lord that he is still there, just like he was when things were good. You see, we get this idea that God is only working when everything is good. It's just not a biblical perspective. The world wants you to believe that, and all Satan wants you to believe that, so that when things are falling apart, uh, God doesn't care. I'm telling you, God cares as much in those days. If we would not be consumed by the circumstances and allow ourselves to see God working, we're not always going to see what God is doing, but recognize that God is working. And if I can recognize that, then I can stop for a second and say, God is working. Okay, I know that God is working, so let me stop and not be consumed by my circumstances, but stop and see what could God be doing in my circumstances. It's Warren Wiersbe stated in his book, his book's entitled Bumps Are What We Climb On. He made this quote. He says, uh, don't let your present circumstance decide your present walk. Don't base, don't make decisions, don't base what you think God is doing on circumstances because tomorrow it changes and you, and you will be up and down. The consistency doesn't come by my circumstances. The consistency comes by the guide in the storm. And then when things are good and bad, God is still in control, and I know that. And that's what I hold on to. So while we look, while Solomon gives us a factual statement, we can look back and say, while this faith statement is factual, it is still it's still a part of life. What can I learn through this? How can I see God in the midst of this? I can't control the good and the bad, but I can see God in the midst of it. So whatever it is you're going through right now, whether you're having a great day and things are great, or whether you're really overwhelmed, keep your eyes on Jesus. Trust Him in the midst of those times. Don't become driven with the emotion of the day. Keep your eyes on Him and give Him the emotion. Yeah, it's time to weep and a time to laugh. It is what it is, because that's life that God is there in the midst of them and he can help you through those times. Thanks again for joining us this week. I greatly appreciate the privilege that you've given to me, uh, whether you're watching this live, whether you're watching this later on YouTube or Facebook, or whether you're listening to this in audio format, I greatly appreciate the privilege you give to me to be part of your life. It is a great privilege, and I hope it's a help. I hope it's an encouragement. I truly believe the word of God has the answers for everything. And may we continue to go to God's word, for the answers for everything that comes in life. Again, thanks for joining us. If you're here local, we'd love to have you join us here on Sunday morning at 10 in the morning and five in the evening or watch us online. And we just hope we can be a help to you. Thanks again for joining us. We look forward to seeing you again on Monday.